What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio. I know that it has been some time uh, since I was able to do another podcast with you guys. It, you know, it uh, during this whole uh, COVID-19 era, it is really important that... Uh, I mean, I, I told you guys last time, it's important that we analyze every individual thought that we can. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, I'm taking it a little bit slower this year, uh, we're going to get into you know college football later, but one of the reasons why you know last, last season was awesome, we were able to pull a lot of coaches on to the podcast, interview them, talk about the upcoming season, and this year, you know, COVID took that away from us. Uh, I We didn't know... Everything was in limbo. Uh, I didn't want to talk about hypotheticals. Uh, the reason why is I want to give you guys the, an in-depth look. And personally, I think that you guys kind of knew what was going on. Uh, it was something that, I don't know, really different, I guess, this this year. It was something that you know I talked about uh, with multiple people, some of our fans, and the biggest thing was that we continue to produce high-quality stuff despite the pandemic. Now, uh, this last year, I was able to vote on a few you know, all-conference nominations. I was able to do some things uh, that was really cool, and they were all in the FCS. So with the FCS only kind of half-playing, it was really hard to... Uh, to make that, uh, you know, what we're going to do and stuff like that. So when I found out that, you know, the the FCS and, and primarily, uh, you know, the Big Sky, Dixie State, uh, just because those are the people that were around and some of the things that we, we wanted to do, uh, for example, I'm not, you know, participating in the cross-country season. There's no season this year. And so I was, I went through... Uh, you know, okay, well, what we're going to do uh, talking about it, uh, I knew that the SEC would always play in the ACC. Uh, football, for whatever reason, just means a little bit more down there. And they, and they were willing to take the risks and stuff. And there's no, I, I am not complaining because I am more than happy uh, that we have any kind of football on. And now you look at it, the Big Ten kind of reversing course. And now, uh, you know, completely different uh, scenarios, completely different set of circumstances. And so we're going. it looks like we're going to end up having college football in the end. But again, with the FCS and, and, you know, a lot of our teams that we follow not playing, we were like, okay, let's tail it back. Let's see how the first week or two of college football goes. Uh, and then we're going to get back into it. So this is kind of us getting back into it, getting back into the swing of things, weekly episodes, uh, just because we only have, I mean, there's no need to talk about the FCS and FBS uh, separately, uh, just because there's not that much content out there. There's just, you know, the FBS. So we're going to break it down, give you our thoughts, my thoughts on this, and, uh, you you know, maybe talk about what the future might look like uh, as far as, you know, COVID goes and stuff. You know, we might uh, break down Pac-10 or Pac-12, sorry, Pac-10, Pac-12's uh, return to play. And, uh, you know, we're really excited for this. Get the ball rollings back. Uh, so let's jump in. So this last weekend, the biggest thing, I guess, and I want to start with this. The thing that has been most surprising to me is how well it's worked aesthetically. Uh, 
you know, you, you watch on TV, it looks, it sounds like a football game. Uh, it's one of the few times that I have felt normal during this pandemic. Uh, a lot of things have kind of been disruptive. This is one of the few things that I can say, you know what, it looks, it feels like NCAA football. Uh, now that the Big Ten's coming back, uh, it's like, okay, well, at least now we're going to get a playoff. Ohio State's going to be playing we're kind of getting back into some semblance of normality, which is really good. And that, and that is something that, you know, I've wanted during this entire pandemic. Uh, there's been some surprises, uh, definitely teams that I want to, uh, you know, kind of jump on the bandwagon. Last year we had some, this year, uh, obviously we have a few different ones than, than what we thought were going to be, but, uh, you know, pulling App State on early, early in the season, we were kind of big App State fans. Looks like Marshall's kind of coming out of the woodwork there. Uh, you know, I was really impressed with Jake Spivadal and the, you know, and Texas State uh, in all of the games that they played. Been very impressive. Uh, I like that. I've been very interested in what UTEP has been doing. Uh, looking more like an FCS school. I mean, no offense to UTEP and UTEP fans, but it looks like, you know, Abilene Christian and, uh, what was it? Stephen F. Austin kind of giving them a game. Uh, been impressed with uh, UTSA. Uh, some of the games that I've watched, I, I did watch the Miami Louisville game. Uh, I told you I, we've now declared Coach Scott Satterfield. I mean, I don't know if I could say anything bad about him on this show because I like the way he the way he works with the team. Uh, I like the way he coaches. I think he's a brilliant offensive mind. Uh, so those those are just some of the things that uh, you know that I've really liked from this week. So uh, let's break it down, just go through some of the scores uh, and kind of some of these surprises, like really big surprises uh, coming out of college football. Number one, uh, it looks like the top dogs might have struggled a little bit more during this pandemic. Uh, you know, Oklahoma State, uh, Iowa State, Kansas, I mean, we can go on and on kind of about the big uh, 12 woes and stuff. But, you know, Oklahoma State was supposed to be this, you know, runaway train people thinking they're getting to the to the you know, college football playoff. It looks like Oklahoma is going to be in Oklahoma and Texas. That's just my opinion uh, on the matter. I wasn't really impressed with the showing of uh, the Cowboys in Stillwater against Tulsa. Uh, some other interesting teams. Uh, really, I mean, Louisiana now being ranked uh, in the top 25. They've been interesting. But Georgia State giving them, giving them a game really interesting, uh, you know, forcing overtime and stuff like that. Really, like I said, I really like this uh, Raging Cajuns team. I thought that they'd go second in the Sun Belt to App State. Uh, it still kind of looks that way. If I was still going to tell you my opinion, I think App State's going to win the Sun Belt. And I think Louisiana is going to take second uh, and play for it. Uh, I really like uh, Levi Lewis, the quarterback out of the Raging Cajuns. But Georgia State kind of proving that uh, that Tennessee win was not a fluke, that they're kind of there to stay. Uh, really impressed with, with what they were able to do. Uh, some other uh, games of note, uh, Georgia Tech and UCF. Now, for those of you who know me, uh, I do like the uh, Auburn University, and I saw UCF beat Auburn a few years ago. And so my friends and family and colleagues that know me, they tease me about UCF because I love the Tigers. They're one of my teams. Uh, I love them, right? Um, you can have multiple teams in college. That's my rule, at least. But I was really impressed with Georgia Tech 
and their quarterback. Now, his name is Jeff Sims. He's out of Jacksonville, Florida, and he's just a freshman. However, he's learning so much. Now there are a lot. There are a lot of mental mistakes in the Georgia Tech game. Uh, you know, one of them, I, it just didn't look like him and his running back had timing down. Uh, I believe, yeah, he threw one interception that honestly I think could have been avoided. But he looks strong in the pocket. He looks comfortable. He's not afraid to get out and move. And then he's also not afraid to take a hit. I really like him. Uh, you know, I, I can't say same thing about UCF. I will say some good things, despite what my friends and family might think. No, I don't hate UCF. I thought that they played typical UCF football. Uh, part of me wants to tell them, yo, uh, it's okay to slow down a little bit because I feel like, uh, you know, they get up and they get, you know, a five, six, ten yard play. They'd be on the ball so fast. And then the next one was a, you know, it felt like Georgia Tech kind of blew it up. It was a, you know, a draw or an RPO. Uh, design quarterback run, whatever it was, it just felt rushed. And, I mean, I'm going to watch UCF. I think that Cincinnati is going to win the American. If Again, if I was a betting man, I would say Cincinnati for sure. That would be my uh, guess. But, you know, UCF kind of showing that they can get back uh, into the swing of things uh, from you know, last year uh, and years prior where, you know, they had Mackenzie Milton beating Auburn. Uh, last year, they kind of, I mean, what did they lose? I think they lost like two games, if that. I can't remember for sure. But they, they don't lose that much. And uh, so if anyone, you know, questions them, I mean, they're, they're, they're a good team, definitely going to be watching them. And they could, I mean, hypothetically speaking, they could be getting into the into into the playoffs so don't count out these teams like a Cincinnati like a UCF uh even I mean I know at, well App State but like some of these other teams that are lower uh group of five teams that we don't really talk about if they go undefeated and they can kind of run the table we could see potentially them getting in depending on what you know how the Big Ten and everything shakes out uh Marshall beating App State 17 to 7 uh was a little surprising uh, this Marshall quarterback, he is legit. Uh, I was really impressed with him. I really like Zach Thomas. He didn't have his best game uh, of his career. But I really do like uh, this kid, Grant Wells, out of uh, Marshall. He's also a freshman. Uh, this is just his second start, I believe. Uh, looking really good, looking poised. Uh, only had one. He did have one interception. Played a little bit better last uh, week, but... Was impressed with him. Uh, I thought App State missed a few few uh, really crucial moments in the game, where it felt like Marshall kind of gave them, uh, uh, you know, it up on a silver platter, and they weren't able to execute. Uh, however, you know, this is uh, this is a coaching change. Uh, we had Elijah Drinkwitz now at Missouri. Uh, and and so they're kind of I mean Sean Clark's a great coach I'm not taking anything away from him but uh, they're in the middle I mean amidst a pandemic with this changing fluid uh, situation and then you know uh, also losing the coach like like and I mean what two, it was like three coaches in the last three years so it's I mean there's been a lot of turnover uh, there it also. Uh, Final thing before we really jump in, I'm just looking, making sure I got all the the scores and stuff like that. I like I said, UTEP uh, kind of 
dodging a lot of bullets. Uh, they were able to, I mean, they did lose to Texas. Uh, however, we'll see how they play against ULM uh, going up. I mean, they, they barely escaped Stephen F. Austin and barely escaped Abilene Christian. So we'll see how they end up going. I know that uh, not a lot of you know a lot about UTEP, so we're not going to dive into them. Uh, but hopefully they're kind of turning things around down there in El Paso, uh, getting things, you know, the ship kind of righted there uh and then now we're going to kind of jump into the big games trevor lawrence like looks like he's going to be uh, i mean we'll see how justin fields goes but he looks like he's going to be the first round uh the first pick of the first round in the nfl draft he's looking awesome uh maybe it's because he got engaged he stepped it up a little bit more i know you can't really talk a ton because they played the citadel but no they played really really well i've been impressed with clemson uh i'm excited to see you know when they play Louisville or when they play, you know, you know, teams down the road, kind of how they're going to uh, challenge Clemson. Because I don't think I don't think there is going to be a walkthrough, especially with Notre Dame uh, now lurking. But I'm excited to watch them play, you know, Virginia Tech, uh, Notre Dame, uh, even that Miami game. I wasn't really sold on Miami. I'm still not really sold on Miami. I'm more sold on uh, Derek King, which I kind of uh Thought, I didn't think he was he would live up to the hype. He's obviously doing it uh, right now, uh, despite I mean uh, slow or not as good a start as what we wanted to see against UAB. But really impressed with him. Uh, like I said, really impressed with Derek King out of Miami. He's playing very well. Uh, kind of a lot of dysfunction in Miami. I feel like uh, you know college football fans were holding on to this thought of you know the '90s and what the Canes were. Uh, and how amazing they were, and what they were able to accomplish, and then the early 2000s, you know, the teams that were down there. We'll see how they play against uh, Florida State. Now, we know that Coach Norvell tested positive for COVID-19. I have not taken Florida State to win uh, pretty much anything. I've been very, very uh, bearish uh, on Florida State for some time. Uh, I really liked the Norvell hire, but it doesn't look like things are, you know, turning around quite like I think he envisioned them to turn around. Uh, so it's going to be kind of a test of wits uh, this Saturday. I'm excited to watch that game. Uh, for Like I said, for a lot of reasons, uh, Florida State and Miami, two programs that, I mean, like if we were talking about it, you know, five years ago, uh, this could have been, you know, and it probably will be prime time. I haven't looked at the, the TV schedule, but this, I mean, everyone would be talking about uh, this. Uh, they did lose uh, Florida State. Sorry, I looked back. Florida State did lose to uh, Georgia Tech in the season opener. So, like I said, going to be kind of interesting going forward. I thought that Louisville kind of laid an egg. Like I said, I thought they were given a lot of chances, a lot like App State, that they just weren't able to capitalize. I still like Louisville. Uh, I still think that they're going to finish second on that side of the conference. Uh, on the Atlantic side? Yes, I believe it is the Atlantic side of the conference. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take them over Notre Dame. So, yeah, I mean, mark my words. We'll, we'll talk about it, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that's just kind of it. Uh, now kind of transitioning into this next week, games that we're excited about, uh, teams that we want you guys to be looking for. Uh, definitely, I mean, we got the the SEC back. Uh, definitely be watching uh, Alabama, Auburn, you know, Florida, Kentucky. You got to watch those. Really excited to see the Campbell Camels play. This is a little FCS little thing. Uh, they've played well. 
uh, you know, almost beating, was it Georgia Southern, uh, playing decent against Coastal Carolina, and then now uh, them playing App State that will be on ESPN+. Plus. But I really do like the Camels. I like uh, the coach. We had Coach Grimes on a couple years ago, or, oh, sorry, last year. Uh, really, you know, a great uh, a program that they're building there. And then, uh, of course, I want to see what Oklahoma, if Oklahoma State can, can bounce back against a talented West Virginia team that I think is a little underrated. Um, some of the other games, I, I mean, two weeks ago, I think that we would have, this would have been a really big uh, game, Kansas State against Oklahoma. I want to see if Kansas State can bounce back. Uh you know, Louisville Pitt, I think that Louisville will get that win. Uh, we'll see, uh, you know, today I found out, well, we found out that Notre Dame, uh, they had some players that tested positive for COVID. So uh, really interesting kind of a game there, a, a dynamic that I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it plays out with Notre Dame. I do want to see the Iowa State TCU. I think TCU is going to be a really good team. Uh, this year, they're going to bounce back. I was really high last year on Iowa State. Not so much this year. Uh, a little bit uh, bearish on them. Some of the other games, as I'm scrolling through... Uh, here on CBS Sports that I'm really excited about. Like I said, Alabama, I want to see what it looks like after the two years. Um, see what A&M looks like. Uh, you know, Phil Steele, uh, a resident college football expert, actually predicted them as a long shot to get into the playoffs. So definitely be watching the Aggies. Now they play Vandy. So, I mean, it, take it with a grain of salt, right? They're playing Vanderbilt. But watch them to see if they have championship aspirations and if they could get into the championship. Uh and then, of course, we're going to stay here in uh, the great state of Utah. We're going to talk a little bit about BYU. Uh, interesting team. Uh, they had to postpone their game against, I believe it was Army. They're playing Troy this year or this week. I believe it is in Provo. Uh, so, again, a really interesting dynamic. That's a really interesting game. Uh, against Navy, they boat raced them. Navy said that they hadn't done any contact, that they, you know, they kind of downplayed the win, well, them getting boat raced. Uh, I can't blame them because that was some serious, I mean, that was a butt kicking. Uh, but I, I want to watch the why just because I feel like this is Kalani Sataki's, I mean, I, I think they'd give him one more year uh, because they're not playing the University of Utah this year. I still think the U would have won uh, if given the chance. And But I want to see BYU succeed and do well uh, despite me being a University of Utah fan. And uh, I think they're going to beat Troy, but again, I want to kind of get a measurement on Troy, what they look like, and, uh, you know, what... Can they challenge for the Sun Belt title and stuff like that? And then, of course, what BYU looks like uh, going forward. So this has just been, again, a short edition. We're going to be giving our predictions on some of the teams that we think are going to win. Like I said, BYU, I'm going to take Louisville over Pitt. Uh, I will take Cincinnati over Army. Uh, and some of the other games that we discussed, uh, obviously, I want to take App State. I'll take OU. Uh, it's not quite like last year. Again, we'll give it one more week. Uh, once when the SEC fully back, everybody, you know, going, ready to go. We're going to be watching those. We're going to watch the postponement of games, how they're going to handle that, because we could potentially have a team, you know, a 4-0, 5-0 team. Uh, are they going to be playing on, you know, Saturday? Will they get 
eligible for the college football playoff. What would the Big Ten look like? Uh, you know, there hasn't been a lot of guidance lines out there yet about it. Once when we do it, we'll do another show probably more geared to the Big Ten. I know that they release their schedule, and Nebraska is whining, of course, because, again, it's not the 90s. It's not when they were once good, and they believe, like, college football is somehow uh, entitled. They're entitled to certain things in college football despite not doing anything the last few years. Uh that's my thought on Nebraska, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Again, uh, these we wanted to talk a little bit about our opinions, give you our thoughts on, on the process. Again, it's been a tough time for a lot of you. Some of you guys have lost family members, lost friends. Uh, it's a sad moment for, for some of us, but college football, let us take comfort in it. Let us cheer for for our teams if they're playing. Uh, again, we'll, we'll monitor the situations in the Pac-12. I know that they had stated... Uh, you know, there was word that it was UCLA. UCLA said, no, it's not. Uh, Governor Brown out of Oregon said, you know, let us take care of these wildfires, and then we'll talk about football. So we'll be definitely keeping a pulse on that going forward. I hope you guys enjoyed this. It's good to be back. Start expecting these shows uh, every week now uh, as we produce them, as news becomes available. We're going to be here with you. Let's keep this ball rolling. Tell your family, tell your friends about us. Also, uh, we've also started another podcast uh, in conjunction with Woo's Media uh, is called the Orange and Blue Podcast. Uh, I'm working for them right now. Uh, I'm affiliated with with that podcast for them. Uh, we're doing that talking strictly Boise State football. So if you like Boise State, you like the Mountain West, you like the Group of Five, go over and check it out. Uh, you know, be sure to, to follow us there. You can follow us on Twitter at GetRolling19, which is uh, our account on this show. And then on that show, it's Orange and Blue 92 if you want to follow us on Twitter, get live updates and stuff like that. Uh, but thank you for all the support. This is why that we're going to continue to grow our audience. We're seeing really good numbers despite the pandemic and despite not putting out a lot of shows. Thank you guys. Be sure to tell everyone about us. Continue to help us grow and uh, so that we can keep this show alive and keep it going. Uh, we love it. Uh, we love you guys, all the fans out there. So have a wonderful and healthy week. Until next time, let's keep the ball rolling.